When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Officers in the UI Department of Public Safety receive paid training and generous benefits. It's not only about being a resource to others, but supporting the Hawkeyes of today, tomorrow, and years to come. Help us keep our community. Hashtag Hawkeye safe. Apply today. Welcome everybody into episode number two, Motor City Realists. And uh, before I say uh, anything about this episode, I want to first apologize. Uh, the first episode that we did, uh, for those of that watch it live, thank you very much. But uh, uh, I failed to release it as a podcast like we said we would at the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, that is uh, 100% on me. Uh, I was sick, as I mentioned during the show, and then um, my girlfriend got sick after that. Uh, she said I was the one that got her sick, but, you know, that's allegedly. But uh, appreciate everyone who checked out the live show. We promise this one will be up. So uh, if you are listening to this one as a podcast and we mention a show before this and you're looking through your podcast and you can't find it, that's why I wanted to get that apology out there. Uh, that's all that needs to be said there. Moving on to episode two. We are off a of W. I am your co-host, Zach Mack alongside boss man and the other co-host mike mike how you doing today good you know we're we're, we're coming off of w uh we we also got a uh, reference um we're a night behind because uh zach got uh, stranded in the monsoon 
we we posted that on on Twitter there. So no harm, no foul. I I didn't uh, I didn't expect you to uh, run that the half a mile to your car and that, that pour it on rain, and then set up the studio and everything. So, but uh, but excited to be back after a win, uh, a win we should have taken, a win that most would say same old Lions, but you can't say same old Lions because we won it. That's right. Yeah. Um, speaking of that that uh, monsoon, we've got a. Uh, for those of you that don't live in Florida and don't care about this kind of stuff, there's a hurricane brewing off the east coast of Florida right now. I don't think it's going to come at us, but uh, we might get some rain here and there. And I did do that. I did do that half mile walk after work one time, and it, in the pouring rain, and my shoes were ruined. I couldn't wear them for a week, so I didn't want to go through that again. <laughs> so yeah, second apology. Uh, we weren't we weren't live last night for that reason. Um, but yeah, coming off a win, we talked about this last week. How we both predicted a win. Um, so it was nice that we got the win. Otherwise, we we would have been here eating our own words. But it was one that we expected to get in, and jumping out to the twenty-two nothing lead, I think, was satisfying. I would say. I think uh, again, this I think this everything goes back to hard knocks because hard knocks essentially set everything up, set the bar high for the Detroit Lions. They said. You know, oh, this team is great to follow. I mean, they got personalities, they got a lot going on. Everybody was buying into it. That's why I said, pump the brakes. And you got, I mean, the first half, I mean, you talked to national media was, I mean, even even uh, ESPN, that was one of my tweets that I was going to get out, was ESPN was saying, obviously going in the half, which they were, the, the Lions had total control, uh, total dominating the first half. And I said, okay, let's get through the halftime and make adjustments to see what happens. Um, you can, you can kind of say same old lines coming out of half, but again, you can't say that because we finished the game. We'll get to that. But, uh, I mean, the, the national media was on the Detroit lions, Kool-Aid, um, on the train. Uh, that scares me to a certain extent, especially going in Minnesota <laughs> next week. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but nonetheless, we won. Um, usually, uh, yeah, you see those games and what happened, uh, the second half, obviously we'll talk about, you know, letting up that lead, uh, pretty much, uh, the commanders going down and scoring at will, but we closed it out. We finished it. So it's not the same old lines. That's right. And, uh, one of the, one of the first things I want to touch on is the, the fact that we talked about last week, how Hutchinson was, you know, held out of the, the, uh, the, the box score. The stat, stat sheet column. a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Stat column a little bit. And, uh, but we talked about how hard that Eagles offense is to contain. And here we go. You know, we got this, we got Carson Wentz and the commanders a little bit more of a pocket passer. And, and was that a, was that a rookie record, rookie franchise record, three sacks and, and a half? That, I, that, and I think he tied like three other records as far as, yeah. They are, I mean, not three of the records, another record based off of the first, you know, something like that, which in, in you and I were exchanging text right before the show. Um, we'll, we'll get into these two. There's a lot of records being thrown around, a lot of firsts for the Detroit Lions this year, carrying over from last year that um, really, uh, I, I shouldn't say has me worried. I mean, you should be excited. You know, we, we, we're talking, you know, it, it, it kind of leads me to like, is there a letdown coming? But you also said, have we really sucked this bad that these records aren't even really yeah. that good, you know? So, you know, we talked about uh, St. Brown's, uh, you know, that's that's a great record, obviously, regardless. Um, the the scoring, was it 12, 12 quarters or 16 quarters? 15 quarters. 15, 
a, a lot going for us going into Minnesota. My my concern is is Kirk Cousins just laid a an egg of the game. Um, by no means is he ever a elite quarterback, but I feel like he's always slept on. Um, and Justin Jefferson was shut down by Darius Slay, uh, which is a Matt Patricia send off that uh, a fan favorite, obviously here for the Lions. Um, which I think uh, Darius Slay got uh, NFC Player of the of the Week too, based on that performance. But yeah, I saw uh, that. So there's going to be a lot going on. Uh, but before we get into next week, obviously we want to touch on this week. Um, talked about Hutchinson. That's that's probably the biggest thing that stands out. Uh, my thing was is uh, you and I were talking about during the we were texting during the game. Uh, it's kind of giving you play by play before you were, you actually found it. Um, but uh, um, Hutchinson, yeah, I mean, great game. The motor kept running. My concern was is uh, hopefully he didn't pull a Martin Gramatica and uh, uh, get a little injury from celebrating a. Uh, uh, a sack yeah. there, but but it sounds like he's he's going to be okay. Uh, you know, Campbell Campbell's usually kind of tight lipped on things, but uh, obviously, you know, Hutchinson finished the game and everything like that. Um, but overall, uh, really excited about it. My take on the game was um, we definitely uh, there's definitely a lot to build on it, definitely a lot to go from it. But I think the biggest thing is after halftime, halftime adjustments, we were out coached which I can, I can handle because we want it because this coaching staff is so young. Um, I know Dan Campbell's been in the league. You know, he hasn't actually made the calls. I mean, he had a little time with uh, the Miami Dolphins where he's the interim, but uh, definitely got out coached after, uh, after a uh, second half, even though we still won, the uh, commanders made uh, way more adjustments than we did. Um, but again, not same all line. So I'm really excited uh, to, to, Minnesota, but uh, I mean, hey, you know Carson Wentz. I mean, he, he still finished the game with 337 yards, three touchdowns, and in one interception. But I think it kind of, I wouldn't say it was garbage time, but it was a lot of. Uh, I mean, that's essentially what it was: is they were just airing it out. I mean, I think he was 30 for 46. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's how that's how Stafford got so many yards. Well, that, that, like, this is when saying, you're down usually, in the second yes. half, you got to throw the ball. Yeah, time, I mean know? they they didn't have a rusher that rushed over 30 yards. You know, I yeah. mean Antonio Gibson had a touchdown, the average two yards a game. Um, but but overall, I was pleasantly surprised. Yes, it was concerning um, based off the halftime, but we closed it out, and, and that's the difference between last year's team and this year's team. Building blocks, getting into Minnesota. Um, now we got Minnesota, and this could be one of the biggest games since like 2018 or something like this. How we played since we played Bengals or whatever. It's hard to believe, you know. Excuse me for 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 week three. That's what we're looking at, but that's kind of how things are going. There's a lot of momentum. Um, we've really got a lot of a lot of talent. Uh, Malcolm Rod- Rodriguez, I think, was the, the highest rated rookie again this week. Um, that. He was also one of the highest rated uh, linebackers in general. DeAndre Swift, uh, we're, we're talking, you know, he's, he's the fourth, uh, rusher, leading rusher right now. And he only played a portion of the game because, um, you know, he was nursing the ankle injury, which he said he feels, uh, you know, a lot better this week. He also, he, he leads the league in, in yards per carry. He yes. yes 10 yards yes. a carry. That's and crazy. The Lions, yeah. The, the Lions in general, yards per rush. Actually, it's funny because obviously everyone's to, to, to go against, uh, what, um, you know, the Rams are doing so. The Rams are ranked 31st in rushing offense. The Lions right now are ranked number one in offense. So it's so it's kind of funny based off the yards per carry. But so is Stafford but overall, bad for running backs? That's the question. Well, I mean, that offense, I mean, for him, I mean, he's a gunslinger. So, 
But I think that I mean, you can't even really can you really blame it on the offensive line because for years we were like our offensive line sucks. Well, we haven't had a starting offensive line for the first two games. It's been plug right. and play, and we've had some Dan Skipper come in. You know, and that's another thing is I want to talk about Dan Skipper a little bit. I don't know if you caught that flack on on Twitter. You know. Uh, about you know uh, the Lions rallying behind him, then Eric Arnsup from uh, the San Francisco 49ers saying you know he's a racist, blah blah. blah. I feel like that, oh, I didn't see that. That that seems to happen. Um, but either way, the Lions are are kind of plugging and playing players. Uh, we've had a, a really solid performance. You know, Ragnar didn't play this past week. He played Week One. Um, a, a, a lot of things. I feel like uh, you know, there's a lot of things going. On. I was texting with my brother-in-law, and he's like, you know. He's like, when do you really got to look into the, the 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 training staff? You know, like I feel like our players are getting banged up, nicked all the time. I said, well, it could all the way go down all the way to the, your strength strength and conditioning staff. You know, like these guys are constantly banged up. I feel like we have these injuries, so we'll see what goes on. But uh, but overall, what was your take? Obviously, Hutchinson, um, you know, that that's the biggest thing that that stood out. I think Goff, um, you know, he had four touchdowns, no interceptions, two hundred fifty six yards. There were a lot of throws maybe that kind of concerned me. There was a lot of out routes that he didn't have enough zing on. But there was a lot of deep balls that I felt like, you know, Shark dropped a, a potential touchdown. Uh, they said the defender could have tipped it. You know, either way, it, it hit Shark's heart, arms. Um, but, um, you know, really, I mean, what were your kind of takeaways from from the the game? You know, we had an interception, Will Harris, which was kind of, you know, whatever. I called him out last episode. Yeah, I saw, I saw um, that. But uh, right. but overall, I mean, my biggest thing is is we closed out the game 36-27, going, you know, have Minnesota. What was your takeaway? I mean, defensively, offensively, you know, Swift, you know, what, what was your kind of takeaway from the game? Yeah, I liked – I mean, I was I was extremely happy with the way the game started. And, and I talked about this a little bit in with week one going down 21-7 to in the game. It, it, it made you feel like we were already out of it. And, and what I wanted to see was the offense sharpen things up a little bit. There were so many miscommunications with, with golf and the receivers in week one. And, and for the large part, they cleaned that up for week two. And I was happy to see that. It looks like, you know, it looks like they care. And, and I think, and I think the lions are like smacking these teams in the face when, when they, like, I think I saw, I don't have the source in front of me. So this is like not verbatim or anything, but I saw Jalen Hurts say after week one, he was like, these are not the same Lions. Because I think they beat us by like over 30 points last year or something like oh, that. Yeah. Like, like this, and and obviously we come out and it's a three-point game in week one. And and this was after our, our uh, episode. But he said something to the tune of like, yeah, these these are these are not the same Lions. And and when we go up 22 nothing against the Commanders, they're probably, you know, they go to halftime, and like you said, they made more adjustments in the second half than we did. But I mean, that it's kind of understood that you know they're down; they have to make more adjustments. It's probably you know they're probably making adjustments left and right at halftime, whereas we're more of like, "Hey guys, just keep playing your game" type of thing. But but they were probably sitting there like, "Hold, these are not. This is yeah. not what we expected to get from the Detroit Lions." And you know, for us to be now, I think we're the highest scoring offense so far. Through, I mean, it's only been two weeks, but. Yeah, I was just say, especially in the division, you know, you look at the Packers and everything. But yeah, I looked at that as well. So it's like thirty. Well, yeah, we're averaging. Well, we scored thirty-five and then thirty-six, so we're at thirty-five and a half points. Obviously, 
like you said, there's optimism. You're also wondering, like, oh, is this going to be a big letdown? Or, like, you know, we, we could we could only come out and score 10 points against the Vikings or something like that. But but I think there's 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 a lot of room for optimism through two weeks, I think. We played a good Eagles team close. We smacked the Commanders. Now we've got a division game to see what we're made of. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried, I will say this, to end my – synopsis or, or what I've seen through two weeks, I'm a little worried about Hawkinson and what the future holds with Hawkinson in, in Detroit. I, I think it's it's still early, but I definitely said he had to have a game this week. Um, but he was, again, very quiet. Um, you know, I, I mentioned first week he had some words with some players, you know, kind of on the sidelines, no big deal. Hawkinson will be okay, but I figured, yes, this week he would he would definitely – be there, he'd make a difference. Well, he really didn't. And actually, our receiving core, I mean, it, it was really, really spread out. So we didn't really rely on one person or another. But that is one of those things that, yeah, I, I week two, it's okay. Uh, you know, week three, week four, then I'm really going to be concerned. Um, but my thing is, is everybody's on this, you know, trade synopsis, you know, can we get somebody, can we get rid of golf? Can we get somebody else? The Detroit Lions are bought in on Jared Goff. They're putting pieces around Jared Goff. They're, I mean, he's one of the highest paid guys based off the Rams contract that we're bringing in. You know, we're putting people around him. He can, he can manage things. My thing was, is like I said, he threw a few out routes that he just didn't have any zing on that. I mean, you know, I mean, those out routes are, can easily be picked in, in a professional setting like this, but, you know, they weren't. So that is my concern. But I feel like the throws downfield he was able to make, but the out routes is just what concerned me. But but I feel overall he, he needs a few games. These games are perfect for him. He needed some confidence. He needed this confidence. That's that's his thing. He was he, I mean, he was a Super Bowl quarterback, you know, for the longest time, and then he gets – sent to the Detroit Lions, you know, he needs confidence. He needs somewhere he can go, kind of start new, perfect scenario. He's got a great uh, aura with, uh, you know, persona with the players and everything like that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the next couple of games. I think he can get hot going. Um, but, yeah, I was really, I mean, offensively, I think that's, that's very much uh, shadowed by our defense because our even though our defense is giving up, uh, you know, 30 points to two games essentially in a row close to, um, our offense has been lights out, you know, even though golf hasn't played outstanding, you know, I, w- I wouldn't say yards or, or the, the be all tell all, but you know, he didn't have 300 yards, but he had four touchdowns. So, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I and mean, outside of the, the pick six that he threw in week one, he hasn't made, you know, any, any, Huge mistakes, and he hasn't made like consistent mistakes, yeah. which is good. And so, I mean, I'm I'm excited. Uh, you know, people, you know, worry about that kind of stuff. No big deal. You know, I'm looking forward to Minnesota. I think um, I think Dan Campbell is one of those guys where hey, you just gotta hey, that was a great win. We're excited about it, but it's done and over with. You know, we gotta we gotta move forward at this point. So, so I think um, that's what we can kind of hone in on, kind of be excited about, looking forward to Minnesota. But uh, but overall, defense, uh, you know, exciting. Uh, we've got a lot of people banged up. We've got, uh, you know, some defensive backs that will be coming back soon. Obviously, we haven't even had J-Mo yet, uh, Williamson. You know, we still got a couple games without him. So, but I do want to talk about St. Brown. St. Brown is one of those guys that 
nothing sexy about the pick. Nobody really bad at an eye. Okay, no big deal. But, I mean, we're talking about, like, like, I mean, there's real sports media people saying, like, and, and I know, easy. But he, they're saying better than Calvin Johnson. I'm not saying statistically. I'm not, I'm not saying, uh, you know, the tangibles, the size, the speed, yeah, physically, the yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the body of work right now, what this kid is doing. Very much under the radar, and I think the only reason that he's finally getting some love is because of hard knocks, because of the national media. So, what's your take on on, on this kid? And 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 I don't know if you've, you've paid attention. He knows every player, every wide receiver that was drafted before him, and yeah, he makes sure. Their pick. He yes, and he makes sure. There was actually one for the Commanders. He walked over on the sideline and was looking for the guy. I was going to bring that up. Yes, and he made a comment. I'll, I'll let you take it away. Go ahead. No, yeah, he said. Well, you. I mean, pretty much it. He said he was looking for him. He said he didn't get on the field that much. Um, I can't remember his last name was Brown. I can't remember what his first name was, but he, he had he had no catches, no yards, no touchdowns, obviously. And 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 State Brown went for like what like nine catches over hundred yards and yeah, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, dude, he's he he's got that dog in him. Like he he is out. That's there. what I like. Yeah, he he is out there to prove himself. He wants this team to win, and he wants to be the best in his draft class despite where he was picked. I mean, that is crazy to me that he knows every receiver that was picked before him, what team they went to, and what number they were picked. Absolutely. Off the top of his head. I dig it. That means he studies that shit all the time. And and they asked him. They said, uh, did did Minnesota – pick any wide receivers before you and he said no they didn't but i know they had some picks in there i think it was either on fox or nbc or something like that but he had an interview and he rattled off every guy from yeah he did it on hard team. knocks oh yeah yes. he did, watch oh, yeah, hard it was on hard, yeah, yeah. did hard knocks something like that but yeah but i was just i was just gonna say like you can't i mean you know whatever i mean i get it so but uh but this this season i wouldn't say is exciting but it's more exciting to know that you know we stuck on 22 nothing going into half that's exciting you know uh not the same on lions as far as the way they finished so really looking forward to that but uh but moving on unless you got anything to touch on this this previous game moving on to minnesota what uh what are your thoughts i know we talked about what we predicted record we didn't break down individual games but uh what what's your take on this, especially after the way Minnesota played this this past week? Yeah, I'm really torn on this because, you know, I, I think well right off the bat, we played the Eagles better than Minnesota played the Eagles. Um, oh yeah. So that that I mean that's a plus. Uh, the downside is that Kirk Cousins never plays well in prime time. So yeah. So that was never yeah, a good thing. Is is we don't play prime time. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So the problem is the Vikings were never going to win that game. And and like you just said, we don't play the Vikings in primetime. So you so we could get the gold version of of Kirk Cousins, which would be a problem, especially with how many points our defense has been giving up lately. But I don't know. I I have Dalvin Cook on my fantasy team too and he he did nothing for me last I say he shut down as well. Yeah, he shut yeah. down. So um so I think he's gonna be hungry. I think Kirk Cousins is gonna be hungry. Justin Jefferson is gonna be hungry, and it's gonna be a bit. It's gonna be a nice. It's gonna be a nice test. Honestly, 
I'm going back into this game. Like week one, I had no expectations, right? And in week two, I expected to win. And we got yeah. the win. I'm going back into this one with no expectations because, like I said, the Vikings are hungry. Um, I think they're going to give us their best. And I'm honestly just curious to see how we respond, how we play, how Campbell yeah. gets these guys ready for a division game. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, are we going to step up to the challenge or are we going to lose 28 to 10? Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If I had to make a prediction, I'm going to say, because we're realists out here, I'm not going to pick a Lions win every weekend, right? I'm going to say that we get something like 24-23 Vikings. Maybe 24-21. I'll go 24-23. I think there's going to be some weird field goals in there. I don't know. I just, I feel like this past, I mean, I feel like obviously we've been building. We've been building. And and you look at what Jalen Hurts did this weekend. The guy's no fluke. Um, everybody, I mean, I've even said, seen Philly fans say, ah, I don't want, I don't want Jalen Hurts ball. I said, all right, I'll take it. Shout out Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. I didn't know you followed that, but there are people that just literally could not deal with that. I know, bro. But, um, I'll take him, but Hey, there's some building blocks. There's no reason we should not be able to shut down the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not saying shut down their offense or whatever, because just Jefferson, um, you know, he's going to get his, I think this week he's going to have a game. I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a game. But I think if we can utilize that and get everything around them, you know, I, I still think Cousins will have a good game. But I think their defense isn't what it used to be. I totally forgot that, um, oh, geez, why can't uh, Patrick Peterson plays for them? Like, you know, I mean, at this point they've got a bunch of washed corners, you know, that are fluent, that they know, they know the position, but – I mean, really, am I going to be too concerned about mid thirty cornerbacks? You know, based off of our 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 young burners, because that is one thing we do have a lot of speed. You know, um, so so it'll be interesting to see. But I really think that they should be able to pull this off in, uh, against Minnesota. I think uh, you know if we can continue on and get these guys healthy, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. You know, come the come Friday, based based off the final injury report and stuff like that. Um, but our offensive line is held up. That's one thing. And I, I know I, I mentioned this, and I don't want to take away from going to Minnesota, but I do want to touch on this Dan Skipper thing. I know you said you didn't see it. but So basically, uh, just the story is he's been in the league for I don't know how many how many years, but he was on the, the Patriots practice squad a couple of years ago, so he got a, a Super Bowl um, on the practice squad. So he was a part of that. Um, he's really never started. He's never made a start. He came out and said, you know, I, I – I've I've signed twenty contracts before, yeah, and they're that. they're not worth the paper that they're you know. And basically, what it is is you know he's thankful the team rallied behind him. They really celebrated him. Well, they celebrated him, and Eric Armstead from San Francisco said, "Oh, you guys are celebrating celebrating a racist." Well, from what I hear, uh, he took that tweet down. There's not been a lot elaborated on that. Uh, a lot of fans went after Armstead, pulled up a lot of racist tweets from. Years and years ago, you know how you can go down that road. Um, but basically, the thing that's going on right now, which I don't know where it's going to go, whatnot, Armstead said, 
you know, basically that he was racist. He called everyone the N-word, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know if they played together because basically this was Skipper's first start. You yeah. know, he's never played against San Francisco either. So I don't know where it's coming from. That's where there's a lot of give and take. And I feel like, you know, I, I don't side with anybody because this goes back to the Deshaun Watson thing. You know, is it is it really like, you know, you're you're innocent until proven guilty or kind of one of those things. And this is a totally different situation because – I'm not. I'm not saying if if he said these things, you know, that should be swept under the rug. But, but it's kind of one of those things where you know, until you know what goes on, whether they're going to investigate. I, I don't know how this stuff works. But, but it kind of was a, a kind of a dark cloud. I haven't heard a whole lot since then. But, uh, but you know, kind of an, an unfortunate event. But also, that is one of the statistics that I was talking about. Is the Lions continue to set these records? Is Skipper was he? I think he was. He, he's like either six eight or six nine, and he played guard. I think that was like the tallest guard to ever play the position in in, uh, in the NFL. I could be wrong, um, <laughs> but I think that was one another one of those random statistics that that obviously the the lion the lions pulled out. But um, you know, good for him his play. Uh, I don't want to you know talk about what he did because I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, you know, I don't condone that. But but either way, but uh, but looking forward to, to Minnesota. Hopefully, getting that lion solid, getting everybody back together. I know there's still a couple of injuries, but. Uh, but yeah, I think we win it. Um, Swift is is getting healthier. I know he didn't play a whole lot last week. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard, I heard uh, Dan say that he was he was healthier. He's healthier today than he was at this point last week, which is good. Yeah, because uh, he ripped off a big run, and I think obviously we got out big. Uh, so there's no real re- uh, reason to essentially you know pound him in the ground. Obviously now I think he's getting the Veterans Day off on Wednesday, even though he's not really really a, a vet vet. But you know that's that's good management. But but one thing I do want to mention, I don't I don't know. I know you're on Twitter too, so I don't know if you saw this. Did you see? Dude, uh, Dan Campbell, literally. If if we were the laughing stock in the NFL and, and we really sucked, which we got we got a lot to do, a long ways to go. But this guy is like the all American guy. Like, did you see what yeah. he said about the, the oh, Monday night game? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, pretty much saying like. They asked him about it. He said, "Yeah, I was taking notes, but I, I drank too much. I, I pretty much fell out of my chair, and then I woke up in the morning, and it didn't make any sense. And then today, he popped some aspirin. You know, uh, pretty much a two day hangover. But I mean, really, I mean, based off of everything we've gone through, franchise uh, wise, I mean, we we've had some decent head coaches. Don't get me wrong, but we've also had some really really poor ones. You know, ownership has always been in question. But how how?" Is Dan Campbell not a guy that you can like? But I feel like also on the flip side, the media can really shred him if if you're horrible. So, so, so where do you? I mean, do you love everything he says? Do you kind of cringe or do you just like, you know what? Just just let it ride. I like some of the things he says. Um, he gets you know he gets emotional quite a bit. He does. I do see him cry. Cry. Yeah. So. You can tell he loves the game. He loves the team. He loves the players. That I, I mean, that's everything you want in a coach. So. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, I don't hate it, but I also don't like, I don't feed into that stuff too much. And, and kind of like you said, my brother said this too, with the, the, the Dan Campbell Monday night football quote, <clears throat> I just hope this isn't something that comes back and bites him in the future. Um, if he's, you know, if it comes out where like the lions are understudying on a game or something, and then they're going to use this, this quote, yeah, obviously stupid, nobody's yeah. ever going to take the quote seriously, but so give still an a- giving you some ammo. Yeah, yeah, they'll throw it under his his picture as a caption and, and hold it against him. So I just hope that does, that's not the case. But 
Uh, I, I think like he's got some good one-liners. He's got some good catchphrases in his press conferences. Um, I like that he's not like always trying to be funny. He seems to be just kind of naturally funny at times. Um, but obviously none of that matters when it comes out of coaching a football team. Um, but what it does seem like he's good at is relating to uh, to players and, and to different people, and, and he'll relate to different uh you know, reporters who are asking him questions even. So um, I think he's got that, like just that soft skill of, of being able to relate to people yeah. that I don't think coaches in the past, like Matt Patricia ever had, you know? Absolutely. So no, I agree. But, <clears throat> but anyways, like we are, we are motor city realists, MCR better known as um, we talk about a lot of things, Detroit in general. Obviously so you're calling a win this weekend. Yes. Well, you cut me off. Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I thought you were trying to move on from the Lions because of... I, I was. I was. Yes. So go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just, I just wanted to say, I just want to say, if you're calling a win, I, I think I'm going to say if Hawkinson scores a touchdown, then the Lions win. But if he oh, doesn't, man. they don't win. You know, that that's the beauty of the show. Zach and I, that's what I was texting him and we always talk about texting, but like, this is not your like statistic. We're not your... Your analogies, you know, dude, we're just some fans that have lived and died it, uh, or I guess lived and died, lived and breathed it, essentially. We've yeah. gone through it, the ups and downs. Maybe we haven't been around as long as everybody, but we're not here to say, hey, you know, we need to do this, we need to do that, but we're just kind of taking it in a stride. So so when we interrupt each other and give each other shit, that's all natural, man. That's, that's what we want. You know, we're not, you know, we're not, I mean, I'm transitioning to the, to the next team. There's not a lot in Detroit outside of it. it. It's hard to believe that the Detroit Lions and maybe the Pistons right now are are kind of the exciting things. We'll talk about the Red Wings. You know, they got a really promising roster. But, um, you know, never would we have thought, obviously, in football season, there's a lot of promise there. But, but Zach, anything you want to you wanna say before we move on from the Lions? Um, no, it, well, unless we're going to do this tweet segment at the end. Yeah, we'll just do that at the end because okay. that's kind of overall. So. Yeah, let's so basically. Right on. Obviously, we're going to get into the next biggest thing, which is probably the biggest news, obviously, for Detroit is Tigers uh, um, blasphemy. You know, nobody expected it, but we're officially uh, eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, You can check our Twitter there, you know, big, big thing. But uh, obviously, in light of that, um, we hired our new, I guess it's not your your general manager, your kind of PBO. Is that what it's considered or what is it? Yeah, what is it like president yeah. of baseball operations. Baseball operations. They yeah. make so basically, jobs in that sport, bro. So basically they, he can be the GM, but he's like one step higher than the GM. So he can hire somebody and then trump them. So uh, Scott Harris, um, really, really, I've seen some conflicting things on social media. Uh, obviously, if you're a San Francisco uh, Giants fan, they said, good for you. You know, we, we hated him, which whatever. I've seen a lot of Tigers fans excited. Uh, I feel like as of right now, I mean, in his press conferences, he's pretty much uh, – the, the the thing I like about this is, is Illich is saying, I can't do this. I need to figure something out, you know, so I'm giving it to you. But the beautiful thing about it is Stevie Y sat in on this and had – he doesn't need to know the sport. He doesn't need to know know what's going on, but he needs to know the analytics, the people. And what Stevie is doing with the Red Wings, I'm not saying it's necessarily going to translate into baseball, but what are your thoughts on that, on, on him just – I mean, for them reaching out to him and just saying, hey, you know, what do you, what do you say, you know, and you want to sit in on this? 
Yeah, so he I, he's uh, he's at this point I'm thinking like Steve Eiserman. I already thought that he was important to the city of Detroit, but but he's obviously just like massively important to the oh, city. Yeah. If if you've got other sports reaching out and, and you know, it's it's I was just talking about Dan Campbell being a relatable person and this guy that just hired uh for the Red Wings, the new head coach, uh Derek Lalonde from Tampa. Also, they're getting remarks about him just being such a relatable guy, he could relate to players and stuff like that. So it seems like like Stevie has got this it's almost like this it factor where he knows, like you said, it does, he doesn't have to know the sport of baseball. He just has to know the kind of person that you need to have a winning culture, you know, in the front office or whatever. And and so for him to be a part of that, I think was it was cool to see. I, we'll see how it yeah. pans out. And, and I feel like his entire career, although a great career, it wasn't flashy. There was nothing flashy about it. And the same thing about what he does now. He, he's not outspoken. He's not over the edge. I mean, he's just sits back, and when he's he's asked, he's he's there, and and he's rendered results. So I mean, to, to transition this to baseball. You know, we need it. You're talking the end of the seventh right now against the Baltimore Orioles, and we're down five to one. Uh, obviously, at this point, you know, the season's a wash. You know, we're going to play any prospects, see what we can have. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Stevie, I, I think that, like you said, that bodes well. That says a lot. I think there's a lot of things going because everyone everyone says, you know, Detroit's so blue collar. So you got guys like Dan Campbell. You got guys like the the new uh, Wings head coach. You got Stevie Y. You know, you don't got these flashy Matt Patricias. And I wouldn't say Patricia was flashy, but I felt like he came in with some such an arrogance. I'm from the New England Patriots and like nobody gives a shit, man. Like nobody bought into that, that it was just toxic. So, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Scott Harris. I don't, I don't know a lot about him outside of, you know, what I've read, what everybody's kind of read just a, a a new, I guess, kind of cleaning of the slate, but I, but I'm excited. Illich is is pretty much saying, you know, I can't do this myself. Um, Harris also said, you know, we're willing to, to make some moves, maybe some, some calculated risks, uh, to kind of widen that, or, I mean, kind of bridge that gap because they know we are so far off from from the rest of the division, the rest of the league. So that's what I like to see. You know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what goes forward with Miggy, with Baez. You know, I mean, I'm not saying any of these guys are going to go anywhere, but, you know, how this works, I'm not saying that they're going to open up the wallet, but I, you're going to have to spend a little money. I feel like the baseball salary cap, whatever you want to call it, is just so outlandish that, I mean, we've seen it back in the Dabrowski days. You know, we spent, we spent, we spent. We we won. We didn't win the ship, but we also didn't have a, a minor league system. Now we have a minor league system, but our main team sucks so bad that we've brought all these minor league guys up, so our minor league system kind of sucks again. So it's kind of like, you know, catch-22. But but overall, looking forward to, uh, even though the season isn't over, you know, next year, um, looking forward to the, the Pistons, a young team. But, but I, I want to hear a little bit, obviously – you being in Tampa, um, obviously you you followed them. You're a Wings guy. What are, what is your? I, I know I kind of asked you this kind of last last week as well. But what's your anticipation for the for the Wings? You know what what do we what do they just have the the prospect or or what what, what yeah, do they just have? They had a pro. I I, I can't. I, for some reason, I think on Twitter they were calling it a prospect tournament. I don't think it was like actually a tournament format. I think I think they just had like three games and they were playing up in uh, Traverse City, Michigan. Um, 
and they beat uh, they beat the Blue Jackets. Then they lost to the Stars like five to four, and then they beat the Maple Leafs four to one or something like that. Um, but they got two two wins and a loss. And I think it was good. It was it was good to see like how our prospects stack up against other prospects. Yeah. And um, I think there was a couple performances that because training camp starts uh, as we record here on Wednesday. Training camps I think officially starts tomorrow on Thursday. They had media day today where. Um, they shoot all those videos, you know, with, yeah. when they show them <laughs> pregame and they're, yeah, behind a green screen or whatever, or in front <laughs> of a green screen. Yeah. So they were doing all that today. Um, but yeah, they got a couple of invites to training camp. So um, I think there's a couple guys. Uh, Simone Edvinson is, if you guys are, are Red Wings fans, big, big Red Wings fans, that's going to be a name you're going to want to be on top of. Um, he's a defenseman coming in. And uh, Stevie said today that uh, he thinks he's got a shot at, at, you know, being an important role in the season. He doesn't know if he'll start day one, but um, I personally, this is uh, Zach's take. I think Edvinson will be in the running for uh, rookie of the year. Really? Um, I think he's going to, I think he's going to be a, 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 I think, bro, there's, there's, there's a lot of bones in my body that want to say he'll, he's going to be better than more at cider. I just, Oof. I don't want to, I don't want to regret saying that. Because Sider's come out and been so strong in his rookie yes. year, but but Edmondson's going to be that that kind of player. I mean, just wait till you wait till like if you guys. I know a lot of people don't follow minor league hockey and and, and guys when they're in the juniors. Um, so I mean, you're going to see this guy, and you're going to go, "Wow, uh, this is what we have in the pipeline." Another guy, Elmer Solder Sol, Solderblom. I don't I don't know if I said that right. He's Swedish, I think, um, monster, <laughs> monster forward. He's, he's, he's going to look like a giant out there. Um, shades of Tomas Holmstrom, maybe. Uh, but it's going to be, it's going to be super exciting. All these young guys that we got coming up. I can't wait to see nice. how we play this year. Nice. And, and, and he, it's funny. You said like Stevie is modest, you know, he's quiet. Yeah. And he was kind of like that in media day today. He was like, yeah, you know, we should be a better team. We'll probably be a better team this year than we were last year. Oh, and, no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I think y'all are gonna be, you know, we're gonna be way better. So, but but yeah, that's that's exciting. Um, I mean, your thoughts on you, you kind of touched quickly on it, but thoughts on the the head coach? Yeah, I mean, he comes from the Lightning, so I, they had back to back championships before they lost this past year in in Colorado. Um, I know you know <laughs> don't want to fall into that trap too much because we've talked enough about Matt Patricia and how he came from rings and he yeah. didn't do anything. So uh, we'll see. I mean. Sounds like he's got the intangibles that you want. He's got, you know, Steve Eiserman's vote of approval. So we'll we'll see how he does behind the bench. Yeah. He looks like though. Have you seen him? He looks like the penguin from from Batman. Oh, bro, Jesus. just wait. You're gonna, see him him you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh when you see him. <laughs> First day on the bench, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, that's penguin." Uh, you know, I just look back on that uh, that movie when he took a bite of that fish, and I'm just like, oh, so. <laughs> "But anyway, so so uh, we we pretty much touched on everything. We're looking forward to Minnesota. We talked on that. Uh, we haven't talked a whole lot about the Pistons. You know, still a, a lot going on. Uh, they're getting closer." Uh, the wings are are getting closer. Uh, obviously, we talked on the the finishing the season with uh, the Tigers, but uh, we do want to get into our segment. A segment we still haven't named yet. We 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 got to figure out our name. But I, I almost feel like there's an, uh, some kind of overreaction tweet or something like that. But every yeah, week, 
if you're listening what? on the podcast, tweet us at at Motor City Real and give us a name name suggestion. Yes, if if you wanna if you wanna here if you're if if you send us a name and we use it, we'll give you some kind of prize. And, and I, yeah, it's not go. gonna be something stupid. We'll get you something good. So, but uh, but basically, uh, this week, last week was real easy. You know, same old Lions kind of thing. And I was just like, whatever. So this week it was really hard. I was telling Zach, it's like, oh man, we were up twenty two nothing at halftime. I'm like this is gonna be hard. You know, not many people are gonna be coming out. You know, saying. Well, okay. After the first drive, I think this tweet was like, I, I even time made sure it was time stamped. I think it was like three thirty three or something like that. But, but uh, I think either the first or second commander's drive, Lions lost. There it is. Yep, uh, Bay Conch or something like that, Detroit Bay. But that was that's the tweet right there. No more than commanders went down and ripped off a few uh, touchdowns. Lions lost. That's what it was. And, and I did see a total panic in Lions Twitter. Yeah. Um, when once that started happening, and don't get me wrong, I mean, I get it, I totally get it, but I've said it a hundred times the show, not it's not the same old Lions. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid, but it's not the same old Lions. We closed out that game, so so there's our, our tweet of the week. Um, you know, like like Zach said, reach out to us, shoot us a, a message. Um, yeah, you know, we 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 want to name this segment. Uh, we'll get some sponsorships behind it, obviously, and stuff like that. But uh, as we continue to grow, on, this is this is fun for us. We're not taking shots. I mean, don't take don't take it personal, but you know, we're having fun with this because we're we're, we're kind of. Uh, I feel like I'm very optimistic. I don't know how you are, Zach, but I'm always the the the, the glass is always half full as opposed to half empty. That's how I look at life. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been lately as far as the lines, but I'm getting there. And 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 yeah, yeah, like Mike said, at bay. I think you say that Coke or Cook. Oh, Coke, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, if you're listening, um, yeah, no, no hard feelings. We just, we just want to let you know, the Lions did not lose. They won. These aren't the same Lions. Not, and not and same also, old. before we take the screen away, I want to show you Derek Lalonde. Look at that. Oh That's yes, he, God, he does. Look at. He, I feel like he's <laughs> have like sharpened teeth or something like that. So. Yeah. Jeez, oh peace. But but anyways, no, overall we appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Um, you know, Zach and I usually try to keep it under an hour, uh, just kind of go through our segments and stuff like that. But we got a got a lot on the docket. Looking forward to next week. Uh hopefully we have another W next week. We wanna also uh you know, feel free if you guys want to reach out to us. Obviously, uh we're we're uh, partnering with uh Belly Up Sports, a uh, Belly Up Media Network. Obviously, that is the company that I started, Zach's been uh, along with us uh for a long time. But uh you know, we want to get some some whether you're a fan that we played or a fan that we're going to play. We would like to have some guests, people jump on. You know, kind of talk about the game, just little segments here and there, just kind of add a little different, uh, you know, angle to things. You know, we want to we like like Zach and I said, we you know we want to give you guys kind of a fan perspective. We're not we're not trying to break it down, anal- analyze it. We're just kind of giving you some some Joe Schmo beer beer talk, so uh, we'd love to get you guys on. But uh, but Zach, before before we head out, anything uh, you want to touch on? Uh, yep. Yeah, just wanna just wanna emphasize that we are um, we're playing for a first place spot in the division this weekend. So yeah, um, big big. Yeah, I know you predicted a win. I predicted a short or uh, uh, a close loss. So we'll see how it goes. We're playing for first place, though. And uh, hopefully when we're right here next week, we are talking uh, as first place Lions. That would be sweet. Yeah. You know what? I mean, hey, the, it, it, and then we'll just ride the wave from there. We'll see uh, right. 
the old Aaron Rodgers, you know, we'll see where that happens. But, uh, yeah. but either way, week two in the books, uh, we're excited to have you guys on board. I look forward to next week and we will talk after the Minnesota game on uh, Tuesday. Sounds good. We will, uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip. See you guys. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.